exactly clear There's a man with a gun over there Telling me I got to beware I think it's time we stop Children, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down I'm C.J. Layton coming to you from inside the Phantom Radio Studios in Lake Wales, Florida home of the premier radio bowling talk show. Long ago, Bowlers Journal International called Phantom Radio a pioneer in the field of bowling podcasts because the show was regularly scheduled at the same time each week. The late Kegel owner, the great John Davis, told Len Nicholson to start this program because, quote, people need to know what you know, end quote. This PBA and bowling writer Hall of Famer has now recorded over 1,200 shows and has featured over 425 guests since 2002. 20 years plus of bowling knowledge, story sharing, and true expertise. Phantom, we need to know what you know. So Phantom fans, here's your host, Len Nicholson, The Phantom. Well, thank you, CJ. And a reminder that Phantom Radio is presented by the Kegel Company, the number one lane maintenance company in the world for all of your lane maintenance needs, including 24-hour technical support. You can always rely on the Kegel Company. So go to kegel.net. Well, Phantom fans, we have a real treat this week as we continue to pay tribute to the greatest players of all time. And our guest this week, is also an all-time great. He is a PBA and USBC Hall of Famer with 18 PBA titles, including four majors. He won five PBA senior events and was ranked 19th in the greatest of all-time 50 PBA players. And we are lucky to still have him because he scared us all a couple of years ago with a major heart attack. But he is here with us today, so let's hear it for the great Dave Davis. Hello, Dave. How you doing, Pards? I'm doing fine, Leonard. <laughs> Leonard? I've never heard you say Leonard in my life. That kind of cracked me up. But I didn't call you Huey. You know, that's your nickname. That's right. That's my middle name is Hugh. Steve Ramsey gave me Huey. By the way, yeah, he I asked know. me one day we were we were playing gin to pass the time in the locker room, and his real name is Frederick Alexander Foremsky. So anyway, uh, Ski asked me what my middle name was, and I told him it's Hugh, and he goes, "Oh, Huey," just like that, and it stuck. <laughs> I know. I just had him on a few weeks ago. He's still a character. He's like 84 years old. He's only 85, and uh, he's going strong. He wants to do the show like every other week. He wants to do a tribute to somebody. So I told him I'm going to have him on a bunch of times because, just like you said, he gave you a nickname. He gave me my nickname, The Phantom, back in 1972, and it stuck. So he's a character. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy, really good guy. Boy, he sure is. You know, uh, we've been doing these shows, and they've been really popular because, as I mentioned when I first started this, 
back in 2002. We're never going to forget the all-time greats. And by having you guys on the show and talking about each other, it's revived some of that feeling. And uh, I got to ask you, Pards, I know we talked about it, but who are you going to pay tribute to this week? Oh, it would have to be Sutar, my roommate. Uh, yeah, you guys, you know, you became great friends and for years and years. How and where did you two guys meet? I don't know. You know, it's one of those things where you don't really meet anybody when you come for, when you first come out on the tour. You really don't meet anybody. All of a sudden, there they are. You know, and you're shaking hands and you're bowling against each other. And for some reason, he and I hit it off really well. Well, I know that. And I know that you guys did become great, great friends. And your careers were very, very similar. Uh, I don't know how many years it was that you guys actually traveled the road together. But do you remember how many years you guys were together out there? It was at least 20. 19 years. 19, 19 years. Wow. Yep. You know. The thing that really amazed me was you guys always got along so well. And even after the regular tour was over, you guys continued to hang around with each other on the senior tour, right? Absolutely. But he screwed our roommate situation up, you know. He messed it up. Uh-oh. He got uh married to that lady, Judy. Yeah. Her name was Judy Oddsley in those days. Judy Kutarner, yeah. Hall of Famer. Yeah, and so he quit rooming with me totally. Now and then we were still rooming together after that, but he messed it all up by getting married. <laughs> well, he needed to settle down somehow, you know. He became a little bit wild back in the day, if I remember. I mean, he had, he had a drink one time in the bar. <laughs> one time. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this. And I'm sure you don't remember because I never thought you guys ever, you know, added things up together and all that. But you guys bowled for years, and it was all at about the same time period. Uh, do you remember possibly what your win-loss record against each other was? Oh, he kicked my butt. You're kidding. I, was, I, I really had a hard time playing against him. For some reason, you know, there are certain people you just don't do well against. And he was the only one I can remember that really had it up on me. Wow. I never knew that. Uh, I'm glad I asked that because, you know, I'm going to have him on next week. And we're going to ask him some of the same questions that I'm going to be asking you. So I want to find out uh, which one of you is telling the truth because I'm going to get the same <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear what he has to say about all that. First one in always tells the truth. <laughs> I love it. Hey, you know, uh, we go back in time. We've had a lot of guys on the show. And, and whenever we talk about the old timers, you know, your name always comes up. And, and Sutar's name, Billy Hardwick. And, you know, Glenn Allison, a good friend of all of you guys, um, he's come up with a new shirt. And he's got a manager, uh, the guy that's managing the shirt, and they're coming out with a souvenir. Do you know who his manager is? No idea. 
Guy's name is Jerry Hale. No way. Yeah, I'm serious. Jerry Hale. Yeah. No, he and Alice roomed together for years. They still they are. Bridge together. Yeah. <laughs> they still. Yeah, he contacted me. And, and we had him on the show a couple of times, and uh, they came up with this shirt idea, and so he's handled it. He's also uh, still a roommate with Glenn. They, they hang around, they play cards, they drink, uh, they do everything together, but he wanted me to pass along this announcement that, you know, everybody get your pens and pencils ready because here's a chance to get a once-in-a-lifetime souvenir. It's a brand-new Glenn Allison 900 shirt, and you can enjoy a discount from Phantom Radio. And this 900 yeah. shirt, it has an image of Glenn on it, and it says, 900, I did it. So call his friend and manager, Jerry Hale, to order it at 714-309-7587. And be the first in your area to get a historic souvenir shirt. So remember to call Jerry at 714-309-7587. And be sure to mention Phantom Radio for a discount. So... <laughs> I remember Jerry Hale was from the Bay Area, and when Hardrick was coming up, uh, they'd bowl pot games once in a while together. It was, it's a small world. That was 60 years ago. I can't believe it. Man, that's a long time ago, but it's just yesterday, actually. Oh, boy. I'll tell you. <laughs> Excuse me. You know, um, there's a million things I want to ask you, even though I know I know probably 700,000 of them. But uh, back in the day, uh, you guys roomed together. I never see you have a sp uh, any kind of a bout against each other. I never saw you mad with each other. I never saw you jealous of each other. So can you tell us uh, what was the one thing that you admired the most about Dave Sutar? What I admired most was how clutch a player he was. I mean, he was, he, you know, he needed a double and a tenth, and he'd get it. But it looked like he was just in a practice mode. Unbelievable how clutch he was. Well, do you say the same thing about him when you used to play golf against him? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing I was now and then I could beat him at the golf. But, boy, bowling, trying to beat him was so tough. He was so cool. And I mean, it was just like he was throwing practice shots. Yeah, well, you were both known for that. You guys were both just totally classy guys. And like you said, the relaxed mode that you guys had when you bowled, you'd throw a shot, and after you'd analyze it for about a second at the foul line, you'd walk back. And nobody knew what you got. You didn't know if you got a strike or an open or what because you were both so uh, classy and, and quiet about it when you came back. So, you know, in the opening, I did mention that you had a heart attack a couple years ago and you were in pretty bad shape. So we need an update, Pards. How you doing lately? I'm doing better, recovering well. But I had a heart attack and a stroke only months apart. So it was kind of hairy there for a while. 
The good doctors will make you better, and the good wife, uh, she'll cook you to death. She can really do it. Is she making you take your pills and all that? Oh, yeah. Boy, you're not kidding. She does. She has a little box for every day of the week and morning and night, all that stuff. Always taking care of me. Can never complain about Joanne. But you sure sound good, Farzee. I was really worried. I saw a picture of you. With, they took a view when you were laying in the bed. You didn't look too good to me, and I was scared to death. And, and I talked to Joanne a bunch of times on the phone, and, and she was always reassuring you were going to be all right. And she was going to take care of you. Uh, what about exercise? Are you doing any exercise? Yes, I walk from the bed to the living room. <laughs> Don't want to overdo it. So she's got you spoiled rotten, I guess, huh? Yes, I am. Absolutely. Lenny, you know, I had two or three falls here in the house. I guess three or four, actually. Falls in the house. So she's always after me to exercise and do this and that. But I got to tell you, after three or four falls, you just don't want to do anything, no walking or anything. Just afraid you're going to fall again. I know. I, I I know exactly how you are. Uh, I my balance is gone. Uh, I'm 81 years old now myself. Uh, I got no balance. I I walk around sometimes holding on to the wall. I've fallen down a couple of times. You know, I'm a little bit crazier than you. Uh, I don't mind falling. It, it's just a sudden stop that I hate. You're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, especially when you fall in the bathroom, you know, on that hard floor, oh. it doesn't feel good as it's coming up. You know what's going to happen. So, anyway, I'm glad you're okay. Oh yeah, I'm I'm hanging in there. It's a miracle. I can't believe it, but uh, I I got an animal, and they say animals are good. Uh, it's just a funny look. It's a cat, and she gives me a funny look once in a while because I'm staggering around. And I haven't even had a drink. I haven't had a drink for years. But I did quit smoking, and that's the one best thing I probably ever did in my life. But let me ask you another too, question. Buddy. Me too. Yeah. Thank God you did. Neither one of us would be here if we kept smoking, man. You're right. You're right. Hey, let me let me ask you a, a question about Dave again. Another one. Um, was he superstitious about anything? Not that I knew of. Never mentioned that at all. It would have been it would have been neat to figure out that's what he was, but no, I never knew anything. You know, after all those years of rooming with Soupy, it, I never heard him say he was superstitious about anything. Yeah, you know, you notice things like that on people. I did. I never noticed one thing about that, but. I didn't room with you guys, so, you know, I had a bunch of different roommates when I was out there, and there were certain guys that had certain superstitions, uh, like, who was going to take a shower first? Uh, did he make Did it make any difference to him if he went first or you went first or anything like that at all? Well, we always we always let him go first, you know. Trey and I and Snoopy roomed together for quite a few years. And he would get up early and he'd get in there and take a shower and wash his toupee and 
and get all cleaned up, and then leave the water running. Uh-oh. And I would jump in, or John would jump in, and we'd get all cleaned up and done. be done in 10 minutes. And Snoopy is just still brushing his hair. <laughs> still brushing his hair, getting ready to go. He was the slowest poke in the room of anybody I ever saw. Well, that went right along with his style, you know. You're not supposed to rush anything when you're bowling, you know. You got to stay slow to the line. So he just he would do that even when he was in the room. That's awesome. <laughs> yes, that's exactly how he was. Every shirt put away and hung up, every pair of pants hung up, everything put away, his underwear and stuff, he had a bag for that. So, yeah, it was very, very, very neat room with. Yeah. So, you know, I'm looking at my records here and all that, and I think he started a year or two before you. Is that right? Yes, sir, I did. Yeah. So, I actually just remember that the first time I ever met him, was in Denver, Colorado. Long time ago. Yeah. Still my best friend. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Uh, I know he was worried sick about you when you were feeling a little bit down and out there for a while. I stayed in touch with him and you and and, and Joanne and, and Judy. You know, what a great team. In fact, uh, I'm going to mention this next week uh, when he's on the show, but uh, what a what a couple of great bowlers they were to to be married for the, that many years. Probably the best uh, doubles team of all time. Would you say that, or do you you got anybody well, else? I would say that for sure. Well, Don Carter and Laverne Carter were pretty good, but I think Dave and Judy were a little bit better than that. Yeah, I I agree a hundred percent. All right, well I'm looking at the old clock in the wall. I got another. I don't know, 12 or 15 questions to ask you, but I'm going to give you the stage. I don't know if you knew you were going to be doing the show or not, but uh, you got anything you want to say to close the show, Pards? No, not really. You know, most people know what it was all about then, and it was different on the tour then than it is now for sure. One thing I don't like is the two-handed players and the only reason they're good is because the PBA is kind of semi-walling them up, if you know what I mean, Lenny. <laughs> yeah. And and I don't like that. You know, these guys spray that ball all over the lane and it hits the pocket. They sprayed it all over the lane when we were out there, and you never hit the pocket. Simple what? as that. They were tough. Because I won a tournament averaging 202 once. Uh-huh. That's how tough they were. Yep. I remember make spares, make spares, make spares. You had to stay clean to win. Yeah, the biggest difference I noticed between now and then was, you know, uh, the scoring pace was lower than back in the day. But not only that, uh, if you left two or three seven pins, you'd work on that the following week. You'd be down there in the practice section working on your seven pin game. Now, well, they don't even worry about corner pins. They just change balls and throw it harder. It's crazy. Yep, that's exactly right. That's the one thing I don't like. And I'm not sure the ratings on the TV shows are any better or any worse than with doing that two-handed style. But I guarantee you, if it was the 
I don't want to say old days, but if it was in the past and they threw the ball with two hands like that, they wouldn't cash probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's a whole new world out there, and uh, it's hard to accept sometimes, my friend. But anyway, Phantom fans, the old clock on the wall tells me we are out of time, and we look forward to talking to you all again next week when I mentioned we're going to talk to Dave Sutar. And he's going to answer some questions about Dave Davis. So I know they're oh, both no. honest. <laughs> they're oh, both no. honest. He won't be able to answer me. <laughs> I can't wait to hear some of his answers too, Pars. But I really appreciate you being on with us. And I want to thank our sponsors, Storm Bowling and Brad Edelman from the High Roller. And also Dave Kowalski, the bowling guru from Michigan. So. Dave, continue. You know, I got to tell you something. I know we're out of time, but I got to tell you something. Go ahead. I want to hear it. I, I knew when I was living in Phoenix, growing up in bowling, I mean, just growing up, just starting, I met a guy named John Davis. I don't know if you know that or not. I sure do. He was the one that started the Kegel Corporation. And he was in the Air Force at Luke Field and outside of Phoenix. And he used to come in and we bowled pot games for a dollar or two dollars a game. That's all we could afford. And that's that's the honest truth. I met him that far back, probably nineteen sixty one or two, somewhere in there. Yeah. But he, what a sweetheart of a guy he is. Was. Yeah. He was a genius and we certainly do miss him. Uh, he's come up with some innovations that, in my opinion, have saved the game for at least a few more years. Um, he's made things easier and better and, and whatnot for not only the bowlers, but also the mechanics. And he's brought a lot of integrity back into the game where, you know, if the lane man was messing around with the lane conditions or whatever. You can't do that anymore with these machines that he designed because once you put the computer program in there, it's there. That's it. So he saved a yep. lot of lane men, a lot of headaches. But uh, we miss John and Dave. I really appreciate you saying something about him because just like all you guys, he will never be forgotten. So no, for, he won't be forgotten with me. That's for sure. And his attitude never changed. All of those years I knew him, his attitude never changed. Yeah, he he was just a bowling nut. He loved the bowlers. He he gave his whole fortune to bowling. I guarantee that. I know that for a fact. He do, he donated yep. so many things uh, that nobody will ever understand. But anyway, we got to go, Pard. So for Phantom Radio, I really appreciated you coming on, Dave. And I, I'm so happy that you're getting healthy again. So God bless you. This is the Phantom. When you're down. And trouble, and you need some love and care, and nothing, well, nothing is going right. Close your eyes and think of me, and soon.